Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for over eight years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Visit the Anxiety Slayer Academy and get your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here today with my wonderful friend and co-host, Ananga Sivier. We come together weekly from Kent and Leelanau to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. We often receive questions asking us if anxiety is something that always has to be managed. And occasionally we hear from a listener who tells us, I can't bear the thought that I will always have to manage my anxiety. So we thought we'd talk about that a bit today. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shen. It's always good to be with you for another episode of Anxiety Slayer. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about managing anxiety. And what's your take on anxiety needing to be managed for over your lifetime? In my personal experience, Once I'd started to get anxiety under control and I'd developed some healthier understandings of how my mind worked and how to look after my mind, I just settled on the understanding that we're a lot better when we do manage it, when we are taking action to support ourselves and look after our minds. And the way I look at it is that we are high maintenance creatures. There are so many things we have to manage and maintain our bodies, our teeth, even the different parts of our bodies require separate maintenance. Flossing, brushing, preparing food, keeping hydrated, rest, exercise. There are so many things that we have to manage and maintain every day. And I know that when it comes to our mind and anxiety, it feels like just another thing. And that thing might feel too much. But in my personal experience, if my mind's okay, everything else is okay. And it's so much easier. I agree with you. And and in the West, we often don't consider mental health until there's a problem with it. So that gets us in a position of, you know, what to do and causes the anxiety to spike even more. Yeah, I think culturally we're not necessarily very kind here when we talk about mental health and the mind in Eastern traditions, really the mind and body go together in Ayurveda. There are channels of thought called manavaha shrotas. Shrota means channel. And the channels of thought run throughout our entire body. It's not just in our head that we have our thoughts. And that's why we experience sensations related to anxiety all over our body. So I think it doesn't really help when we separate the head from the body and we tell somebody, oh, this is all in your mind. I used to hate that when I was told that when I was young. It really used to hurt me. This is all in your head. This is all in your mind. I was having all kinds of symptoms in my body. And it's just not a supportive thing to chop us up and put parts of us in boxes. Right. And in Eastern traditions, there's a lot of compassion for suffering with the mind. And yes, there are descriptions and labels of things that people may go through 
with their minds, but they're not defined by that. I think in the West, we've got so many labels and disorders now. You know, to, mm-hmm. to say panic disorder, to me, it's not a very compassionate way of regarding somebody. A panic disorder might be that you're experiencing a lot of panic attacks, a lot of anxiety attacks, and that's right. awful and it's life altering, but it doesn't mean that you are disordered. It means you need support. Right. And if we don't want anxiety to disturb us over the long run, we have to learn to protect our mind. And you know, it's one of the reasons why you and I keep coming together is to, to share these tools and resources and what can we do to calm our fragile mind. And it really is a commitment in self-care. If we don't want cavities in our teeth, we need to clean them. We need to make sure that we're not taking too much sugar. We all know I'm not going to talk about dental hygiene, but it's a good example. If we don't want to be having too many trips to the dentist, we need to take as good care of our teeth as we can. And it's the same with our mind. We need to learn to, right. to be okay with taking care of it and to consider it a worthwhile investment. And one of the things that I love using and, and that you taught me about years ago were the, the Bach flower remedies. And now I have you know my custom dropper uh, bottle full of, of a custom re- remedy right now that, that's working for me with just a couple of drops in my water every day, knowing that I have some additional support. And you know, for instance, if you're if you're feeling overwhelmed or if just listening to this is you know what to do, what what should I do, or what would be my first step? You could use something like the um, flower remedy, the Elm remedy which can offer support for finding your feet uh, when everything feels like it's too much. That's you know, part of what's in my dropper bottle right now. I have elm and I have white chestnut and I have, um, I think Memulus is, is in there now. And all of these different remedies are for different, different sensations and different things that are coming up. But it's so easy to use and, and to support your mind. And I notice if I don't use it over a period of time, I, I notice a real change. So that's you know one of the one of the ways that I know it's working is to uh, have that be a part of my daily routine. Elm is really a wonderful remedy for overwhelm, and I can feel its effect when I take it within about twenty four hours of starting to take it. It really does give some sense of resourcefulness in me. That's, right. that's my experience of it. It helps you feel a sense of possibility rather than everything just feeling too much. And with anxiety, it's so easy for us to feel overwhelmed and that we just don't know where to begin to support ourselves. So definitely Elm's a good starting place for little natural support. And the good news about managing anxiety is once we learn how to get it under control, everything brightens up. It really does. Your life improves so much. Yeah, it's like the sun comes out. I think when we talk about, I can't bear that I'm going to have to manage my anxiety for the rest of my life, we're talking about it from the place where we're at now, the place of suffering, the place of being overwhelmed by anxiety, and that we don't have to manage for the rest of our life when it's at its, at its worst. It's a case of making a start to support yourself and get the anxiety down off red alert. So you have a little thinking space, a little breathing space, and then just gradually reviewing your choices, which we're going to be talking about later in this episode, of how to support yourself to feel more calm, more confident, and more in control. And as you said, Shannon, once you start taking those steps, 
it really does get brighter. You can feel it. And managing anxiety really can be a very good thing because the mind can elevate us. It can be used for spiritual advancement. It can be our best friend when we look after it. Uh, my goodness, that when I learned to be sweeter to myself that and really learned how to manage the inner critic that we all have, what a nice shift to, to learn how to be sweet to yourself. Turn that voice and from a critic to a friend. But it also requires constant care and guidance. And that's okay. The more we look after our mind, the better off we're going to feel, the better off everything around us is. So this just becomes a, a part of your daily self-care. After the break, we'll be sharing some ways to manage anxiety that will support your sense of well-being. The Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by Health IQ. If you listen to Anxiety Slayer on a regular basis, you know that Ananga and I are very health conscious. We often recommend healthy nutrition, yoga, walking in nature, and an overall fitness plan for your mind, body, and soul. And with our love for health and wellness, we found a U.S.-based life insurance company who rewards their clients with exclusive, special, and lower rates for being mindful and health conscious. Health IQ tells us that they can help you save between 4 and 33% on life insurance because people who are physically active have a much lower risk of heart disease, cancer, and diabetes compared to people who are inactive. Health IQ can save you money on life insurance for choosing to live a healthy, conscious lifestyle. We invite you to visit healthiq.com forward slash anxiety slayer to get your free quote. And please mention anxiety slayer. That's healthiq.com forward slash anxiety slayer. Before the break, we talked about how, though we may initially not like the thought, managing anxiety can be both necessary and helpful. Now we're going to share some ways to manage anxiety that will support your sense of well-being. For me, working on my anxiety got so much easier and felt so much better when I learned about working on my roots. The Vedic wisdom teachings that I like to study and follow recommend we focus on our roots so that we can weather any storm. Anxiety is like a storm blowing through a tree, our mind being like the tree. And when the tree has really good roots, it can get blown around, but it doesn't have branches break off. It doesn't get into real difficulty. So the guidance in the Vedic wisdom teachings, which are the teachings behind Ayurveda, is if you have a spiritual practice, deepen it. And if you don't have a spiritual practice, you might consider exploring one. It's my spiritual practice that really helps me feel rooted and safe and able to weather storms. I agree with you. I feel the same way. And, you know, according to the Vedas, which is the ancient body of wisdom behind Ayurveda, most of our anxiety comes from us not knowing our real identity. And the Vedas teach us that we are the soul. By nature, we are eternal. But at present, we're caught in a temporary situation that can cause us great anxiety. Yeah, we're an eternal person having a temporary experience. And this is where we have so much of anxiety is existential anxiety because we are coming face to face with situations that we don't feel 
comfortable about. And the Bhagavad Gita teaches that without spiritual connection, we can't develop peace of mind. And without peace of mind, we can't experience real happiness. So from, from the practical side of Ayurveda, this is all about maintenance and care and doing the best we possibly can so that our minds are available for spiritual connection. Yeah. By daily choice, managing anxiety means checking in with ourselves and doing so often and asking the question, is this helpful? In other words, does this help my anxiety or does it make it worse? Checking in and asking that question is really going to be quite supportive. Yeah, and Ayurveda teaches that self-inquiry is one of the key healing practices. It's just daily checking in with ourselves so we can do the best for ourselves and get the best from this gift of life. Just asking, does this serve me well? Right down to our daily choices, Mm -hmm. whether we choose to pick up a cup of coffee or a glass of water with a rescue remedy in it. Just asking, does this serve me well? When we feel anxious and we want to hide from our own mind and we find ourselves scrolling through social media, we know an hour later we're going to feel worse. Right. Does it serve me well? Maybe I could pick up a book and read something inspiring. Maybe I can follow a guided breathing practice, put something in my headphones and into my ears that's going to help me feel more calm and supported. It's another way of calming and diverting the mind away from its distress, but in a way that's going to help you feel better. Mm-hmm. At the end of that experience, it's just these constant checking. And yes, it is managing and it does require energy. But I know for myself, when my anxiety flares, as soon as I get on it, I feel so much better and so much relief from upgrading my choices and, and reapplying myself to the choices that help me feel okay. Right. So this really is a, a weeding and feeding process. Like, you, you know, you are a garden, your mind is a garden. Yeah. Take out what is making anxiety worse. So whether it's caffeine, alcohol, skipping meals, lack of rest, media, all of those things, being around people who are quite negative, uh, be mindful of that and start to make better choices, one choice at a time. You know, of course, you want to explore what helps you feel more peaceful all the time. Walking in nature, we talk about that all the time it, because it's so incredibly supportive to your mind, body, and soul. Breathing practices, healthy and clean nutrition, EFT tapping, spending time with those who can support you and, and study you and who understand where you're at, um, and just allowing yourself to be where you are without too much judgment. And, and to give yourself a pat on the back when you do make a better choice. Each choice matters. And each supportive choice builds on the one before that. Once a few of the weeds are out and your roots are watered, you can start feeling some space and some peace. And, you know, it's like we were talking about earlier, knowing these resources and exercises and things that are available to us and just being like, oh, I think that's going to serve me well today. I think I know what to do. I know how to care for myself. I know how to keep my mind clear and steady. And sometimes it takes a little bit more work than others, 
but I know what to do. Hmm. And we always feel better once we begin it. So maybe we can reframe management and call it gardening, mind gardening. Yes. I really like to think of my mind as a garden and how I can help myself get the weeds under control, not plant seeds of new weeds. And one of the key ways we do that is by subjecting ourselves to the deluge of negative media. Whatever goes in our mind stays there. My spiritual mentor teaches that what we let into our heads is like footprints in concrete. So when we let negative imagery and stuff from the media that we can't do anything about into our head or dramatic viewing movies and drama that we might think we're going to escape by watching it for an hour or two, but it's in our head. And in my head, that comes out and haunts me later on. So he teaches that all these things are like footprints in wet concrete. It's so easy to step in wet concrete and make a mark and really hard to get it out. So to be very careful that we're not inadvertently planting the seeds of weeds in our mind and plant flowers. If you want to go deeper with this topic, we have How to Calm Your Fragile Mind available for a special spring sale at 25% off for four days only until this Sunday. We often receive questions in our inbox asking us to teach more about working with unwanted thoughts and painful emotions. And we also receive regular requests for more information on Ayurveda and its teachings on how to calm the mind. So this is the course where we go in depth into both subjects. And we just included some extra wisdom teachings and practices. Our new updated version of How to Calm Your Fragile Mind now includes teachings on how to use your senses to calm your mind, the emotional stress release technique to help you find relief from unwanted thoughts, a guided EFT tapping practice for honoring your emotions, plus a guided Ayurvedic meditation for finding peace in the present moment. To claim your discount, visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com and then choose how to calm your fragile mind. And then all you have to do is use the coupon code FLOWERS, all lowercase, on the checkout page. Thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We're grateful that you come back week after week and you're welcome to join us on our Facebook page or private Facebook group. We just really appreciate you listening in. And if you feel so inclined, we'd love a rating and review over at iTunes. Get everything you need to start slaying your anxiety today. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to claim our free Anxiety Slayer starter course. You get four guided sessions, including an EFT tapping session, guided breathing practice, and special module on overcoming the fear of anxiety. Claim your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com.